right Good day and welcome to IOL Sports Cricket Chat with me, live editor John Goliath, as well as independent media senior cricket writer Zaid Adams. Uh, the breaking news this morning is that Cricket South Africa have confirmed that all independent and non-independent directors have resigned. Zaire, it's been a, it's been a hectic couple of days for Cricket SA. What's the latest? Morning, John. Uh, great to be on the show with you. Um, yes, yes, definitely. Cricket South Africa were hit for a six, literally, on Sunday um, afternoon with... Uh, you know, six board members resigning, including the acting president, Beresford Williams. And then another boundary was struck on um, on Monday morning, early Monday morning, with the four remaining board members, three independent and uh, the last um, non-independent director also resigning, which uh, left a clean sweep of the, of the board at Cricket South Africa. So uh, basically, um, a, a revolution in process, we would say. Yeah, Zaire, um, it's interesting that it happened today because um, the the board were supposed to meet with uh, the sports ministry and the sports minister, Natim Tetwa, on uh, sort of the way forward for Cricket South Africa after his ultimatum last week. 100%. So that's exactly what's transpired. Um, the Members' Council, um, they, they had a meeting on Thursday evening, um, basically putting their request to the, to the board. Um, and in terms of the the ultimatum laid down by by the the honourable minister, um, Mr. Natin Tetwa, um, in terms of finding a way forward for South African cricket, and um, oh, until Thursday, until Friday, Cricket South Africa had even released a statement saying that there had been no resignations, categorically stating that there had been no resignations, um, and then. Like a bit like Guy Fox on uh, on Sunday morning and Monday Sunday morning and Monday morning firecrackers going off everywhere. So um, I think the the message by the minister was clear that he, he wants the board to step down. Um, he wanted the board to step down, and the members' council, which is the highest uh, body within Cricket South Africa, uh, made up of the fourteen um, presidents, uh, provincial presidents, um, put it to the to the board. And they've all um, obliged by putting in their resignation. Whether that will appease the minister um, is a different story altogether. We will we will only find that out tomorrow when Cricket South Africa um, provides uh, the, the the minister and and the sports ministry with the with the documents and on the way forward and outlining their plan their, their way forward. So uh, I still I don't think it's completely over yet, and that's why I said the revolution is still in full swing. It is, as by no means the last shot has been fired. It's certainly not bloodless at this point, but who's going to run the show now? I mean, there's, there's nobody left um, except, and what role is the CEO going to play now, the new acting CEO um, going forward? Um, so the, 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 the new position has been created, an acting president of the members, as, of members council, uh, Mr. Rian Richards from the Northern Cape, um, more I think there are more actors, more actors in the, in that CSA than, than at Bollywood at the moment. But um, you know that's just the the nature of the beast. Um, so Rian Richards, he will he will lead, he will hand over the documents. I think the the acting CEO Kugain, the governor, will also play a pivotal role in the organisation going forward and the, and the new structure from a from a um, operations point of view. 
uh, at board level, the suggestion is that um, there will be an interim structure um, put in place with, in, with a member of SASCOC, a member of, which is the South African Sports Olympic Committee who runs sport in the, in the country, um, a member, and also a, a member from SACA, the South African Cricket Association, a former cricketer. Um, that, that will be nominated to the board um, going forward. And um, talking about SACTA now, they've also uh, released a, a statement saying they are, this is a positive step for South African cricket, uh, the resignations of, uh, of um, all, the, all the directors. Um, how do you feel? Do you feel this was, um, this is sort of the, the, a step in the right direction to, uh, to get cricket administration um, running properly again in South Africa? I think in terms of SACA, we, as you know, John, we did a story this morning on IOL Sport, um, uh, speaking to the exclusively to the SACA president, Mr. Opila Rimela, where he he outlined his views. He he, he saw it as a, in in his terms, it was uh, the positive winds were blowing through South African cricket finally. Um, you know, um, in in only his eloquent way, as Mr. Rimela goes about his things. Um, and, and, and he was truly honest that he felt that the time has come for, you know, so a change in South African cricket, that the landscape um, in terms of internationally, um, in terms of the revenue streams that South African cricket, uh, Cricket South Africa are able to, to generate, and also domestically the way the landscape has changed in terms of transformation, that the board does need a fresh outlook. They do need um, new individuals and different individuals to come in and, and really steer the ship. Uh, I personally think that it, um, in terms of the, the, the reputational damage that, that this whole saga in, from the Fundunzi report um, not being released has, has, has tarnished Cricket South Africa's image because there are many hardworking employees at Cricket South Africa, people, cricket people, um, you know, who, who, who every single day put their shoulder to the wheel to ensure that, you know, that cricket from a grassroots level is played up, right up to the Proteas. Um, and you know, and that's that is something that that unfortunately was the it was the it was the almost the, the the focus was not on that anymore, and it was constantly on on the board's um, travails, as we say. Yeah, and but on a positive note, um, we will see some cricket next month. Uh, it's the start of the domestic season. Um, it was a bit delayed because of COVID nineteen, and more importantly, the national team. Will be in action. No, that's, that's absolutely fantastic news. Maybe cricket can, can return to the back pages and, and not the front pages. You know, um, uh, you speak to every, every cricketer around the country about how keen they are to get going, how keen they are to get the domestic season going. We know that um, there's a humdinger that's, that gets it away, uh, underway. It's the COVIDs against the Titans. We know that's always a, you know, a feisty clash, and and uh, the Titans coach Manla Mishimbi is already revving it up, saying lots of chat the there. Eh? B team, you know, they're playing the Titans B team, mm. you know. So um, that's that's already going to be interesting going forward. Um, but the big one, obviously, is the World Champions England. Um, the the honourable minister uh, Teto has given the green light for the World Champions for England to arrive in South Africa during November for three ODIs and three T20s. It's hugely unfortunate that we won't have any spectators in the ground. Mm. But I mean, just to see the, the boys back on, back on the park will be, will, be something, will be something great. It's especially disappointing for me, though, being, uh, being from Paul and 
We're, we're going to have proper international cricket here and well-deserved, I think, um, for, for Boland Park. But unfortunately, no spectators. And the best spectators in the world right here. John, um, I think there you can, I think you you just gave your own little town a shout out there. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> but I'm sure you can get media accreditation and we'll get you into the ground. So, uh, unfortunately, we won't, uh, we won't have the gears of the yeah. peril um, around. But how, so they, South Africa and England will go into a bio bubble. Um, how will that bio bubble work? Um, in terms of we know they are playing at Newlands and in Paul, but are they going to stay together? Will they train together? Will they eat together? It's probably, it's probably going to be weird for both teams. It's basically, I think England are quite used to it. They've, they, I think they, they've basically worn out from bio-bubbles already. They've been, they've been in a bio-bubble since um, July um, in England. Um, they've had uh, the West Indies come over, they had Pakistan come over, they had Ireland come over, they had Australia come over. So they actually had a full summer despite the, um, you know, the COVID-19 interruptions, um, all set in the bio bubble. We saw the, you know, the hua that, that happened when Jeff Jofra Archer um, left the, the bio bubble. And, and you know, and, 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 and I think players need to become accustomed to, and unfortunately at this stage, they need to, you know, it takes a lot of sacrifice, but there's so much at stake. I mean, this, this tour alone is worth close to 70 million rand for wow. Cricket South Africa. So... So for you know for any player to breach the bio bubble, it would be you know an, an extremely selfish because there are so many livelihoods that depend on on this tour going, and and that's what professional sport is about. You know, it's 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 the livelihoods not only of the players but the staff and you know and everybody related to the two organisations. We already heard that you know England will be setting um, in pay cuts for the for the world champions, they'll all be taking a 15% pay cut due to COVID-19, and they've had a full summer. So the the, the real ramifications, the 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 realities of the of the way it's going to work is that both teams will be staying at the Vineyard Hotel in Cape Town, um, and right opposite the Vineyard Hotel, literally a street away, is the the Vineyard Oval, um, home of West Brown's Creek Club, and the they they will play warm-up games there, and they'll also train there, the English the English the English side. So um, the, the, it will be, and the entire hotel will be only accessible by the cricketers and the broadcasters. No, there will be no other guests during their stay at the hotel. So that these and and this is coming at a huge cost to to cricket South Africa um, and and England too, who are, who are paying their own chartered flight um, to South Africa. So so the 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 economics behind this is is massive, and and players have a responsibility to adhere to these these protocols. Zahir, thank you very much for your time. It's been very enlightening. And hopefully we'll, um, we'll as you say, the back pages will dominate soon when cricket starts again next next month. But let's hope um, the administrators can get their act together so that, you know, this beautiful game, which we all love, can thrive. No, thank you very much, John. And like you said, it's, it's still a long road ahead. Um, the minister will be receiving those documents tomorrow and obviously going through them very carefully. Um, and a lot will depend on, on that, that meeting, on how we are going to go forward with the game in this country. Thanks, my friend. All of the best. That's a wrap for our sports chat on this Monday morning. Enjoy the rest of your day. Lekker, bro. Ciao, guys.